Praise the Lord, everyone. This is Brother Cruz here, your host for the Everyday Apostolics Podcast, where the individual or individuals share their story for God's glory. I'm your host, Brother Cruz, and I do hope that in saying that by being a host and by sharing this podcast and by guests coming on this podcast, it has been an encouragement, inspiration for you as the listener to hear people share their story for God's glory. I may say that so many times, but when you think of it, hey, we're sharing our story for God's glory. But anyway, I just want to take this time as well to greet all our listeners in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, whether you be here in Sydney, Australia, or in Australia, or in other parts of the world. I just want to take this time as well to say thank you to all that have been listening, to thank you that have commented, to thank you that have left a like, I mean, uh, you know, rating, rating i haven't seen any reviews yet but hopefully one day but just a rating especially i forgot to mention this last episode that um the everyday apostolic um, podcast has reached 10 you know 10 five star ratings and i i just want to say thank you uh that means a lot for me i it means a lot knowing that wow you know to get you know double digits um it's just blessed and it's uh, just encouraging to see that and i do hope that i'll get the opportunity in the future so to share um, to have other guests appear on the Everyday Apostolics podcast. But without further ado, I just want to welcome our guest for tonight. So right now, currently, I'm in his one, in, you know, in his office building. Uh, he's just, he's just, a, he's availed, um, he's availed himself to have the podcast in this building because simply he's a manager. So praise God for managers in the house of the Lord. <laughs> on top of that as well, I've known this boy. I remember I've known this boy, man. We, I mean, going way back. Of course, most of you know. No, I mean right now in the Pentecostals of Sydney, but we go. You no, know, I knew him back when he was in Parramatta in the old PCYC building. You know, he had this. Um, he's you know little boy. He was a little, wee little boy. You know, he had his own uh, suit, black suit, and for some strange reason, probably trying to shame me on this, he always only wore a red tie. He only wore a red tie, and I'm trying to figure out why he only wore a red tie as a kid. But even though he's dressed up, but still he praised the Lord like you know. Like an adult, and it was just amazing to see and to see how far he's come and where he is right now. But without further ado, probably, you know, with these clues I've dropped down, you probably know, ah, oh, you know who this is. But without further ado, I welcome Brother Facili. Hey. Bro, how's it going, man? Good, man. Yourself? Thanks for having me, man. No worries, no worries, man. It's good for you. Um, good for you. It's uh, good of you to come and join this uh, podcast. And uh, I'm looking forward to hearing your story. Looking forward to hearing your, you know, your testimony of you know what the Lord has done in your life. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, I've mentioned you attend the Pentecostal of Sydney. Yeah, a thriving church. Well, you know, a wonderful church, of course, in the Camps area, and it's um. You know, led by senior pastor Stanley Harvey, of course. Yeah, yeah. And also with the leadership team and the assistant pastors of assistant pastor Ben, who was on Ben Finn, who was on the podcast in the probably in season one, and also with assistant pastor, Sister Jenny Gretch, um, author of the Land and the Fruitful of uh, My Affliction, I believe, and also was a guest on the Hacker podcast mm. as well. But bro, saying that, man, you know, look, you know, you turn. I've just mentioned I've given the I'm now given the intro, you know where I you know how I've seen you how I've known you, yeah. but how how did you come to church, Vasily? How how did it all come into fruition? Where did the journey of Vasily start, especially when it came to church? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, as as you were saying, uh, Brother Cruz, um, you know, I was I was quite young, you know, quite young, um, and I, 
can't say I was like you know um I didn't grow up you know from you know from when I was you know born uh-huh. I was uh, baptized in Greek Orthodox Church and then uh, my uh, my parents my father came to God and it was about when I was the age of five um, that's when you know my do- my dad came to God and our family and just growing up in church kind of thing um, but um, yeah you know just yeah just growing up and you know, I'm twenty twenty seven now, um, but uh, I, I pretty much, you know, just you know, uh, haven't really. It wasn't until about three or four years ago that's when I actually dedicated my life to God, kind of thing. You know, because you know, as as you you know, as you know, you can, you can grow up, you know, in the church and you know, go to church every day, but not really have a relationship with God, kind of thing. And um, and so yeah, I could yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, it's just pretty much yeah, just kind of learning life's lessons and yep. and stuff like that, and and hopefully I can say if you know a bit of my experience and what I've you know been through these last couple of years and um and, and just actually like you know growing up because uh you know yeah like I said you know when when you grow up it's yep. it's kind of like you know we you know church is good and 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 everything's good but it's uh it's kind of like when you know it, there's a comes a point in your life when you got to get real with God. Mm. And, um and uh so yeah i would say you know it's uh been the last the last four years that's when i've really had a relationship with god and uh yeah and dedicated my life and um maybe i can speak a little bit about kind of how i went when yeah, came, yeah. came, came to that yeah, this, yeah, is, yeah. this is your time this is your podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah. this is the episode of a silly <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah definitely like um like i said you know you know growing up it's just challenges out there in the world and uh you know the the thing of mixing in and out of church and stuff like that um but uh yeah about four or four or five years uh years ago i kind of uh, i went through a, a stage where like i went through a, some storms in my life uh that really you know really got to me and really opened my eyes to actually get desperate for god um and uh I believe those storms were fraught from God, you know, kind of thing, because, um, you know, I wouldn't have realized and really humbled myself to actually, yeah, get desperate for God. And um, and so, um, you know, I don't know who I might be speaking to today. You may be going through some stuff, um, but I just want to talk about this one thing that I kind of went through that kind of transformed me to, to become better and stuff like that. Um, there was this one, there was this one, uh, situation that came up and it really, really got me, man. It really, uh, really hit me hard. You know, I'm, you know, I, I don't know, you know, I'm a guy that kind of, you know, it's pretty, uh, pretty outgoing and stuff like that. And, um, you know, um, but I'm not really emotional as well kind of guy. Um, but this, this thing hit me hard, man. And I, I was really emotional and, um, you know, it's probably the first time I'm speaking it out there, but I even bro went through depression, mm-hmm. you know, a bit of depression from it. So, um, and um, and so anyway, so this this situation, uh, this, so this is the starting point of it. So pretty much, uh, as I was um, going through this situation, I, I was you know isolated myself from from people, you know, from uh, from my family as well, and uh, and so I kind of. Um, so I was kind of, yeah, I kind of, you know, because as you grow up in church, you kind of like, you know, it's that, that whole thing of, 
okay, you're going through something, come to God. You know, that's that's the first thing you do. That's the first thing you learn. You know, you cry out for God. And uh, at that situation I was going through, I, you know, I was like, crying out to God. I was like, God, help me, Lord. I need your help. Um, change my situation. That's what I was, you know, you know, saying to God, change my situation, change my situation. And I'll be real with you. At that point, nothing changed, mm. you know. I didn't. I didn't feel any different. I was still down. I was still upset. Uh, the situation didn't change. And anyway, so you know, a couple of days later, I kind of went on, and um, you know, I started looking. I will go. All right, I'll start listening to some preaching and see. You know, what I can. You know, if I want to hear from God, you know, I just needed to hear from God. I need to hear something. You know, just to encourage me, kind of thing. And so I started listening to preaching. And I'll be real, I didn't, didn't hear nothing. I wasn't really receiving anything. Um, but then, you know, a couple of days came, you know, came by and and I was listening to this uh, this motivating speaker and he really touched me. Uh, you know, he was he was kind of saying, you know, he goes, uh, saying, you're weak. He goes, are you going to let this thing, this situation defeat you, you know? Um, and, and I kind of, you know, gave me encouragement to kind of, you know, to kind of say, oh, you know, like we have control over whatever comes our way. You know, we can control whether to take this on or to get depressed or to get upset about our situation or, or we can make a change in a way, you know. And so, um, so yeah, I, I kind of, um, and then it, it touched me and I, to be honest, I'll be honest, I got on my knees, started crying, you know, like really, it really got me this situation. And so I, um, yeah, got on my knees and I was just saying, all right, Lord, you know, if, you know, I'm just going to try, you know, I'm just going to, you know, keep doing what I'm, you know, keep, keep, keep positive in a way and, and, and stuff like that. And so I, um, I, you know, as, as I was praying to God and I was just crying, you know, a thought came to me. I believe God spoke, <coughs> spoke to me and, and, uh, he's saying, you know, because I was praying before God change the situation, change this, change that. But I believe God spoke to me and, and he said, I don't want to change your situation. I want to change you. And so that was like the first the first stage, you know, where I kind of um, where I've got, you know, had a real touch from God. And um, anyways, and as I was, you know, um, you know, time came past and all that. So I was still struggling with a few other things. Um, but I believe that God had his hand upon me. I, I felt like, you know, there was there was something there that. I believe from that stage on onwards that God was trying to change me slowly, slowly. Anyways, and and so I kind of, you know, I started, you know, because I didn't really see the situation change in a way, and and it really got me. So I started like, you know, I started as as everybody else, you know, people as we do as we're human, you know, we kind of look elsewhere in a way. We kind of you know drift off a bit. I kind of drifted off and kind of like oh. You know, I kind of just was like, oh, well, this is not, nothing's really happening. So I was just like, you know, because um, I wasn't feeling, you know, happy, you know, in a way. I wasn't feeling uh, like I belonged in a way. Um, and then so I kind of, um, yeah. And then so I started hanging around with different kind of people, you know what I mean? I started doing some stuff that wasn't right with God, you know, and, and kind of thing. And um, and so I started drifting off. And um, But there was a point. And I'll never forget it. Um, you know, I was with some friends, and you know, I, even when I was with my friends, I never felt like I belonged. I was just like, man, like, I'm, why, why am I here? Something clicked in my conscious, like something clicked. 
why am I here? You know, I don't even like. I don't even want to be here. I don't really belong here. And you know, I was pretty down that night. I was pretty like, oh man, you know, what am I doing? I'm just gonna go to bed. So I went. I went to bed and, um, and I was just laying. I, I was laying down in bed and I was like, man, what am I actually doing? What is my life? What am I doing? You know, like I don't have God in my life. So like, what am I doing? And uh, from that day on, I spoke to God and I said, all right, Lord, I'm gonna taste and see that you're good. I'm gonna try you out. Mm-hmm. You know. And if there's someone out there that's listening to this, you may be struggling, you may be going through something, and you don't know what to do. I I pray and encourage that encourage you to give God a go. Don't don't uh don't think that you know it all kind of thing. Give give the Lord a go and and taste and see that He's good. And what do you got to lose? If it doesn't work, doesn't work. You know. Um, but from that day on, I started. Um, I said, all right, Lord, I'll I'll commit myself to you. Because, you know, that's what relationship is. You've got to yeah. make a commitment kind of thing. And and so um, so I started checking myself, you know. I started checking myself and I started... Um, and, I was, and another thing that, that helped me a lot was, um, you know, I had, I had um, some brothers that helped me out um, at that time when I was struggling. I um one of the one of the brothers is is brother Jacob that was on this on, on this podcast. Shout out to brother Jacob, bro. We hopefully hearing this brother. Shout out to you all the way in wonderful Seven Hills, <laughs> and of course your other home in Darwin in the Northern Territory. Carry on, Vasily. Shout out Jacob. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, and and um, brother Matt, brother Matt, um, Kogan. Shout out to well. brother Matt Kogan as well. So, yeah, shout out, shout out. So um yeah, these 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 boys uh reached out to me, mm. you know, and I believe it was from God. Um and uh they reached out to me and I, you know, I trusted them and they they you know um they helped me get through it. Um and uh and so I started I started checking myself like I was saying. I was like, Okay, God, if I'm gonna go hard out and try you out, I have to go hard out, I can't just you know. So I opened my heart to him. And uh, one of the things that, you know, God, I believe God spoke to me is because, um, again, with, um, you know, when I was checking myself, see, when uh, for me, you know, people may not agree with me or whatever it is, but that's how I, that's how God spoke to me in that way. Um, you know, he is, you know, because people that know me, I, I train, I do a bit of training here and there. Um but uh, yeah, I believe you. Um, you're stronger than Greg Wilmot. Is that uh, is that correct in the way? Definitely, definitely. <laughs> mark, mark that one down. Sorry, brother Greg Wilmot. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. He's stronger. He's stronger. But that's no, okay. You can be the strongest one. Because <laughs> Queenslanders are usually the one. They're way below. <laughs> South Welsh people more stronger. Yeah. But anyway, continue. Yeah, that, on, that's I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, you know, I um, you know, I believe that God speaks to us physically to understanding the spiritually as well. And, um, you know, and, and one of the things was, you know, um, you know, you can train all day, every day, you know, on that same muscle, for example. Um, but if you don't actually change your workout, you're not going to grow because that's what actually, once you make change, that's what actually, you know, makes you grow. And so, um, it was the same with my relationship with God, you know, I started checking myself and started saying, oh, look, you know, what is it that you need to, you're not doing that you know, needs to help you. So I checked myself and I, you know, I'm not really praying properly. I'm not really reading his word. 
And so I started, uh, you know, making commitment. I'm going to read every day. I'm going to pray every day, night and day. Um, and I believe that helped me um, and, and draw, drawed me close to God. And um, yeah, and so, and, and definitely uh, one of the things, you know, Brother Jacob was, was uh, helping me a lot. So, you know, he's, he was, he, he's kind of that brother that just gives it to you, just saying, oh, mate, what are you doing kind of thing? What are you yeah, up to yeah. kind of thing? Yeah, but, yeah. but I love him for it because it's, you know, that's, the, that's, a, that's a true brother. Um, but, um, you know, and once I, yeah, again, once I made those commitments, you know, I started seeing change in me. I started feeling my situation didn't change. But I started changing, and that's what um, you know. That's what really, really helped me. And and if the you know if there's someone out there that that's um, you know that's maybe gone through hardship, you know you may be gone through you know sickness or or whatever it is you know the hardship. I believe that there's a reason for for everything, and um, the number one thing is God always wants to humble us. You know, and that's one thing that I'm learning is. He wants to humble me as much as I can, as much as he can, to you know, to get desperate for him. I think that's 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 the whole the whole thing. Um, you know, again, I'm I'm not perfect. I'm you know, um, but um, you know, we we have to strive, strive, mm. strive to become what God wants us. Amen, and, amen. And and um, you know, it's kind of he. It's it's funny how like in a way how God works is. You know, um, sometimes everything can be all good, and then God is like, "I want you to fix that attitude or fix that." And this is like, "All right, Lord." You know, it's very humbling in a way. You know, it, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a, that's amazing, basically, because I'm just hearing your testimony, your story. Yeah, and it's amazing you say that. You know, the past, you know, the last four years, you know, you went through that change. Um, you know, you went through that journey. You went through those storms, and <clears throat> the reason why I'm saying that is because. From the time you came, you know, from the time you came to church, you know, I still, as I said, you know, mm. I saw you when I came as a 14-year-old, I saw you in the black suit, you know, red tie, you know, you're praising God. And then, you know, from then till, you know, four years ago. So, yeah. question I asked about that. So, was that, you know, during that time before before that change, was it in a way like you were just, you know, how can I put it? You know, it was just your parents. You know, it was more like... Yeah. You, it's... Oh, look... You know, I believe I had a desire for God at a very young age. Yeah. You know, I did love God, but there's but I didn't commit like in a way, you yeah. know, like there wasn't that uh that uh that kind of realization that oh, actually in a relationship with God, you need to commit mm. and you need to um you know, you need it needs to be an ongoing thing kind of thing. And yeah, definitely those uh you know, some parts where it's just ah, oh. and you know, when you go through the motion, yeah. It's you know it's easy to go to church. It's easy to just rock up and you know lift up your hands and tick praise. Off the boxes. Yeah, tick off the boxes. But then when it comes to commitment, or you know staying humble and stuff like that, that's when it, there's work. Yeah. You know, and and and. Uh, but I believe you know like, yeah. There's just always a there's always a reason for everything, and I think that at that stage God was kind of like, all right, you're doing this, you've got a calling kind of thing, but it's kind of like. I need to trigger something out of you. I need to poke you, wake you up kind of thing. And that definitely woke me up. And, um, you know, even till now, you know, I like, there's no regret. There's no regret, bro. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still trying to keep going forward. Still, still, you know, still, still, um, you know, going, going hard for God, you know, 
um, you know, just keeping, you know, my my um relationship with God strong. Yeah. Trying to, you know, help people any way I can, you know, kind of thing. And um, you know, and, and God will, you know, reveal what he wants in my life. At the moment, I'm just doing the doing the little things and let God, you know, work through me and when I'm ready, you know, take over from there and take off. But yeah. Hey, man, because it's so because one thing that um you know, when you mentioned depression, yeah, um, you know, sometimes you know people don't want to share that. Yeah, and of course, people are sharing it now. It's becoming more vocal. Mm. Um, you know, it's become more vocal. People are sharing it more, not not like as before. Yeah, but like one thing, you know, how you mentioned that it, it brought me this acronym of fear. Mm. You know, probably I got this mixed up, but you know, fear can have two ways. Fear in an acronym it can be flee everything and run yeah. or face everything and rise. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So the way yeah, I've seen right. from your perspective, so silly, is that you faced it in a way, you know, these storms came where God, you know, God gave you these storms, you know, way. Because I remember in Bible school with Lee Stone King, you say that, you know, when God gives you a test, he knows, well, he knows without a shadow of that, that you, he'll give you a test that you can overcome. Mm. He won't give you something that you can't overcome. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But it's amazing how you've mentioned that what you went through. But... On top of that as well, you brought you brought out, you know, friends. Yeah. Church yeah. friends especially. Could they be very you know, were they you know, just as you mentioned the brethren that you mentioned, mm. you know, is that important as well for, you know, those that listen as well to, you know, you know, have friends that are supportive, yeah. you know, have friends that are encouraging, have friends, especially in church that mm. will, you know, give you words, you know, words of encouragement from the word of the Lord. Mm. Yeah, definitely. It's uh I think it's yeah, number one, to be honest. A lot of people uh, you know, um, that's what they miss is because of you know the you know who you fellowship. That's who you become in mm. a way, and so um, you know, fellowship with righteous people, you become righteous. You take that from them, kind of thing, and um, that's one thing. Over the years, I've had to um, I have had to learn and actually have to. Again, you don't you know, you don't want to push people off. Uh, kind of thing but it's who you fellish like who you hang around and who you know if they affect you in not a good way then you got to check you you know you kind of got to go oh i better back off on that one in a way you better start pruning the branches yeah that's that that's it you know so um yeah I, i think that's a that's a bit especially for young people i think even like for a lot of young people out there um you know, uh, just yeah, f- just find find friends that you can fellowship with, um, and, and you know, I, I, you know, mainly in the church. A lot of my friends are, are in the church, um, and, and um, you know, because we're all no one is perfect. We're all here, and we're all um, and we're all there to encourage each other, and that's what I believe. Uh, yeah, definitely is is very important. Uh, your fellowship. Hey man, Vasily, I'm really enjoying this, brother. I'm really enjoying this. Let's move on. Um, probably you add this in regards to these next questions. If you have anything else on your mindset, yeah, uh, what do you um, what do you enjoy about church? What do you uh, you know? What do you enjoy about church? Now, I remember, of course, you're using the music ministry. Mm. Uh, you know, playing the gat, playing the guitar. But I still remember there's a photo. I don't know if you remember this when you're a young fella. When you're still, you know, still. No young fella. Yeah, yeah. There's you playing the guitar next to my late uncle Dave. Yeah, yeah uncle Dave. So um, no, 
that brings me because whenever I see you in church, I say, hey man, you know, he's playing alongside Uncle Dave, who passed away in 2007. Mm. And, you know, playing in youth camps, you played in conferences, you yep. played for men's retreats, you played, you know, your, you know, you, your, your talents are taking you to places to place, uh, play skillfully onto the Lord, especially when there's a massive congregation, one mind or one accord and crazy apostolics. Mm. Yeah. But he said it as well, Vasily, what, what are the things, what are, you know, of course I've mentioned, but what are the things you enjoy about church? Um, especially most recently, all over the years. Yeah. Uh, what have you enjoyed about church and other particular moments that you think to yourself, you know, wow, no, I'm really enjoying this moment, especially being alongside, um, you know, people that are like my like minded. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think the the thing that I, you know, because you know when you're when you're playing on stage and stuff, you kind of sometimes uh, just you you kind of you're just always busy trying to create music and and do all that where. Like so, sometimes now, because I'm not playing as often, like um, I really miss and I really love now the work, just being in worship in mm. the presence. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, I really you know look forward to that when I when I go to church. Um, you know, just when everybody's worshiping, I'm worshiping as well. You know, and um, and I think the thing is the freedom, like just to like you know, there's no like oh what's this person doing and you know there's there's none of that. You know, you can do your own worship. And there's no like in a way there's no judgment no no one really like uh, criticizing or looking, you know and also um, yeah I think and and mainly just I think the fellowship as well you know just coming to church and hanging out you know yeah. going for feeds afterwards <laughs> and stuff but yeah, yeah yeah and also the preaching yeah yeah <laughs> the, the preaching's really good as well yeah um, but yeah that's yeah pretty much everything but now it's a you look like it's different you know when you when like you know before it's kind of like you go through the motions like oh so, you know when you're young as well you're kind of just like oh okay you know just sometimes your your head's going one way and all that but when you want to hear the word like it's different it becomes in here it comes in your heart you know kind of thing so yeah that's what I, yeah i like <laughs> it's uh it's wonderful to you know especially when you when you mention about you know your worshiper as in the musician it's like you know, you focus on the keys and everything else, yeah, as in, yeah. as in, you know, being a, you know, being in the pews, like you know, yeah. you have that freedom just to lift your hands, praise right. the Lord, yeah. and do you know just um, do those things as well. But um, one thing I want to ask for Celia is that you know your first, if you can recall back, the first time you asked to play, yeah. whether it be at youth or at church, you know, when I don't know the music director may have been back then. Um, I don't know if it was Stephanie Hackathon or um, I don't Hope Live, yeah, that's yeah, when Hope, I, yes. Hope Live, that's when Hope I Hope Live, yeah. yeah, back then Hope Live. Um, what was going through your mind to say, oh, we need you to play? Yeah, when you play, you know, can you play? Yeah, what was I was at that time? I felt like I wasn't ready. Yeah, yeah, I was just like um the 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 um the director Andrew Ma was uh. Uh, he goes, oh, mate, I want you to play. And I said, um, I don't know what to play because they had really good, you know, musicians. You yeah. know, they had, like, you know, all these great musicians. And I'm like, why me, you know? But they had a, a great, um, a great, um, you know, trust. And he said, no, I want you. I believe you're ready. You know, he, my leader said, I believe you're ready. You know, I had uh, um, Simon, Simon, uh, I forgot his last name, but one of, one of my brothers that was there and he's the one that actually... Um, taught me how to play all the basic stuff um but yeah pretty much he was the one like no you're ready you know um and uh yeah 
pretty much that's that's just um yeah, I didn't think I was ready or anything like that. They 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 just pretty much said they're and, ready, yeah. And then from that first service at Hope Live um Hope Live Church till then was your just your con your confidence grew more and more, especially yeah. when you came to playing yeah, definitely. Like my my confidence, my my knowledge, just the way that I play and stuff like that. Like, um, definitely. Like I'm I'm like everything that like when I'm playing, always improvement. That's that's how I my mindset's always like that. Improve because like a lot of people get it wrong where they think, oh, you know, we're all right, we're not we're not great musicians or this and that. But my thing is, if you play your best to God, my thing is always play your best to God. And if you play your best, you're gonna give your best. You're gonna practice your best. You're gonna, you know, your skills are gonna be good because you're giving your best unto God. So I, I've always had that mindset to always, uh, yeah, give it all I got. Be like Uncle David, you know. And I still got his guitar. Still got his guitar. Yeah, I've got his guitar. Yeah. Oh wow, um, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who don't know, so Uncle David, that's in reference to. So there was a brother. His name, uh, his full name was brother. Yeah, so David Ngalwakandua, or just David G. Uh, he was a guitarist at POS. Um, well, when I came, he was probably there earlier, but when I came around two thousand four until unfortunately his was passing in on August the seventeenth, two thousand seven. Um, so I'm gonna he was a he was a guitarist and and when I saw him play, of course in Campsy during those time under under Pastor Slack back then, um, and also having the morning services at Roland Hassel, that's where the photo of Vasily comes in. Uh, you know, during those services, um, you know, playing the little guitar, you had the little guitar. Yeah, ukulele, ukulele gone. That's it, uh, playing there. But also as well, um, you know, it's amazing that you mentioned it. It's amazing you um, mentioned about Hope Live. Mm. Uh, the, you know, the church you went to, that was uh, one of the churches, former churches in in South Sydney. Um, Southern Sydney, sorry. So Miranda, Cronulla, that area. Mm. But as well, bro, um, look, you mentioned a lot. You mentioned heaps. Uh you know, you've dropped some, you know, words of wisdom in that in regards to your testimony, in regards to sharing your journey mm. and how far you've come and especially the storms that have come in your life. And where, you know, those moments, you know, you know, it broke you. It mm. broke you in a way yeah. to realize that you need God. Mm. You need the Lord in your life. And it's saying this as well, bro. Um, what have you learned? Now, I've got you, what have you learned from your first moments of stepping in? But that was when you were a little child. Mm. You know, when they, you know, when your parents brought you. But I'm going to try and change this question. Is what have you learned from that moment, from that time of that, you know, from that turning point? Mm. If I'll see you, that term in regards to your conference, that turning point, yeah. four or five years ago till now. Yeah. What have you learned from that, you know, from those storms where you are till now? You probably said it briefly, mm. in your, you know, when you testified. But what... No, what other things have you learned in regards to that? Yeah, I think to top it all off, honestly, bro, without God, bro, I am nothing. We are nothing. Mm. And once you have that in your in your mind in your head that, and you humble yourself and kind of go, man, I actually need God. I can't live on this earth in a way without Him. So like, I need to, in a way, draw closer to Him. And it's and it's like it's kind of uh. Shout out to Brother Hoffman, um, one of his preaching back in the days. Yep. Um, he was he was he was giving an example. You know, if you take a, a fish out of the water, what happens? It, it dies. You take a tree out of the out of the the ground. What happens? It dies. If men is out of God, what happens? We we die. Mm. And so it may not. It's not referring to a physically die. 
but it's a spiritually, you know, we spiritually, spiritually die. And, um, and that's the, that's the, that's my whole thing where, you know, when I was growing up kind of thing, I was, you know, going to church, everything like that, but I wasn't connected to him. So in a way, spiritually, I wasn't alive in a way. Mm. And so now that I'm connecting to him and everything, I'm, I'm more alive you know, and, and, and let me tell you, people out there that might be going through some stuff, um, you know, it's, you know, it's, 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 you just, it's, God's always there. He's always going to help us. He's going to, um, you know, uh, you may be going through a lot of, you know, something hard. You may be like, oh, Vasily, you have no clue what I'm, you know, what I'm going through kind of thing. Um, yes, and you may be right. You know, you may be going through some hardship, um, but it's there, you know, it's it's like God saying, come know me, come to me, you know, it's like he's our father. So it's kind of like he's not going to leave us, you know, astray. but we have to open our hearts to him and he'll come in and, and guide us and lead us and, um, and humble us. I think, yeah, that's, that's it. So like, yeah, pretty much without God, bro, we are nothing. So I'm nothing. So yeah, kind of thing. Amen. You know, just as the scripture goes, draw nigh to God, and he'll draw, and he'll draw nigh to you. And it's amazing as well. You know, the first step is always the hardest step. Yeah, yeah. You know, because sometimes people, you know, their mindset, oh, what do people think of me if I, you know, if I go back to God, if I take that first mm, step? Yeah. Or oh, what do my family think? Or what do, you know, my, my you, know, you know, my friends or my, mm. my gang or whoever, whatever the case yeah, may be. Yeah, yeah. Because it's all about taking that first step. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, Basili, um, in regard to that brother. But let's, um, let's move on. Um, scriptures. Well, what is your favorite scripture, brother? What is favorite, your favorite scripture? Scripture or scriptures? So last episode we had with Sister Nafia. Mm. Um, she just quoted a. She just quoted a uh, array of scriptures. And, oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not trying to say if you yeah, have yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you have a scripture, scriptures that you have your favorite, and why is it your favorite scripture or scriptures? A lot of people are gonna laugh, but um, my favorite one is the um, my strength cometh from the Lord. <laughs> And, and the reason why, <laughs> yeah, yeah. as you may know, Brother Greg Walmart, <laughs> I love strength. But, you know, again, with strength, it comes from somewhere. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's my favorite scripture. And, uh, yeah, I, I haven't got too many favorite that's scriptures, okay. but, yeah. So, in regards to your strength come from the Lord. So, is it more, not just physical strength, yeah, not but from- more... Spiritual, spiritual, yeah, you know, like like I was saying, without God, we are nothing, and so I need, you know, with God, through God, we're able to overcome situations and certain things, and I think once you realize, once I realize that, you know, it's kind of like it changes, you know, changes your mindset, you know, it's not, you know, you can have all the strength in the world, but uh, you know, the the strength really comes from God, you know, there's that point where you feel really weak. When something comes your way, but then you you know you need to go to the source to the strength. So yeah. Amen, brother. Amen, brother Vasilia. And wonderful, you know, my strength coming from the Lord. Amen, amen. So all right, let's move on, brother. So we're gonna do a segment here. You know, guess who's coming to Vasilia's office, or it should be guess who's coming to Vasilia's house for dinner. So I'm gonna take me out of the equation. So there's uh one, two, three, four, five seats. Wonderful. Yeah. So five seats here. Five biblical, five biblical people from the Bible, whether it be Old Testament or New Testament, mm. who would they be sitting on this table, and why would you choose them? Five, okay. I know the first one would be, of 
course, Jesus. <laughs> that was a test, eh? That was a test. <laughs> All right, Jesus. Yeah, yes. Jesus. Yeah. And then uh, second would be Joseph. Joseph, okay. yeah. Joseph, yeah. Uh, David. David. And uh, that's three, yeah. Yep, three. Um, who else? <laughs> uh, um, trying to think. Nah, me, oh, I don't know. Two more? Uh, two more, two more, two more. Uh... You want to check in Greg Wilmot just for the sake of it? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'm putting Greg Wilmot because he's not a bit. Brother, brother Greg. Yeah, not, even though he's not a biblical, he's not a man from the Bible. <laughs> but we'll put in Brother Greg Wilmot. All right, so shout out to you, Brother Greg. One more person. One more. One more. Um, One more. From the Bible. Uh, Old Testament or New Testament, bro? Uh, so you've got King David. You've got David, yeah. Joseph. You've got Greg Wilmot. <laughs> Brother Greg. Um, who's the other one you got? Jesus. And you got Jesus. Do you know, did I mention Jesus? Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, Jesus, Joseph. Jesus, Joseph, David, and David, Brother, that's and Brother Greg. David, that's it. So you got one more. One more. One more. Who would be from the... And it's amazing that Greg Wilmot will be the first one mm. to be out of the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> so you got one more. Who is it that's really... Um, do you have options for me? <laughs> Alright. Um, okay, how about this one? Uh, put a... Uh, Chris Dunstan, he was one of our former guests. He put Judas as his um, person to invite mm-hmm. to the household. But that would be very creep, um, you know, be very cringy because yeah, yeah. Is there, everyone had these silver coins. But uh, who else? Uh, but um, okay, how about... Um, how about Chuck and Samson? Oh yeah, all right, Samson. Yeah, there you go, Samson. Man. I was gonna say Timothy as well, but yeah. All right, then we take out Greg. We put in Timothy yeah, there. Timothy Sorry, the... Greg, you're being kicked out of the table. But anyway, oh. so we put in Samson. We could put in Timothy. Yeah, so wonderful to see that. That's a good one. Yeah. But in say that, why in relation? Why these people? So okay, Samson is very simple. The strength. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to. You know, again, compare. No, nah, no, 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 no. But just the. I'd love to know, like, you know, how strong he is. I'll be like, oh, can you, like, pick up a few things and all that? Yep. Um, uh, who was the other one? Uh, so we have Joseph. Yep. Joseph's my favourite, favourite, like, story in the Bible. Yep. Just, like, man, he just has, just his character was just very, like, um, you know, just, you know, there'll be temptation come his way. He can reject it. You know, he's in, he's in the, in the jail he overcomes and becomes, you know, um, you know, uh, the, you know, um, prime minister kind of thing of Egypt. Yep. You know, so like, I love that story because, and I wish I could be like, you know, be like him and be like, you know, encouraged and be like, bro, like, how do you, how do you actually like overcome that? And even in your lowest, you're in jail. Yeah. But you still trust in God. And he got betrayed by his own flesh and blood. Flesh and blood too. Yeah. 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 I don't know about you. That would. But, isn't that, off, but it's amazing as well when you look at it, you know, when he became, you know, the second most powerful person yeah. in Egypt and he had his brothers there. Still, bro, yeah. You know, it's like... Could have done anything. Could have done anything, yeah. you know, like get, you know, slaughter them there. But it's amazing that, 
you know the forgiveness you know the power of forgiveness that mm. he had towards his own brothers yeah and if that if that didn't occur there would be no tribe you know yeah there'll be no, you know no children of israel so forth the, you know that promise that was given to abraham mm, yeah, because yeah, yeah. of you know but it was the power of forgiveness and it's amazing and of course you know having jesus at the table it's amazing as well because you probably share yeah I gave you the storm. Why yeah. I gave you the storm. Yeah, Vasily, yeah. Everything. Vasily, my son, or Vasily, my child, the rays I gave, you know, probably, you know, you, you, everyone mm. will be just glued. Everybody, know, will be listening. But it's amazing. Uh, that's your table. Yeah. Sorry, Greg Wilmot, that you had to be released from the table. I do hope you can make it on the next one. But anyway, <laughs> but anyway, bro, um, look, we're, we're coming up to a close. And uh, yeah. if I was to say this, bro, if I was to ask you this question to finish it off, a word of encouragement. You mentioned so many. Word of encouragement to those that are listening, to believers, uh, to those that are in your POS, you know, the POS mm. church, um, or in Australia, or anywhere around the world, bro. What word of advice would you give, or word of encouragement? Yeah. To finish it off. I think, um, I think for the people that, you know, again, or even the people at church as well, I would encourage you to try, try God out. Taste and see that He is good. Mm. What have you got to lose? You know, um, and, and don't give up kind of thing, you know, like, you know, you might, you may like, oh, I'll try them out and then things don't really go your way in a way. Don't give up there, you know, give it a good shot, you know, give it a good try. Um, and I believe God will, I believe God has all power, all might, and he will touch you if, only if you open your heart, because that's, that's the other side. If you don't open your heart, and you don't allow him to work through you, he won't because we have, you know, power, you know, we allow who who to come into us and, and all that. So um, that's what I'll say is don't give up. If you're going through something, humble yourself in a way and give God a go. Give God a try um, and God will, God, God will work through you in ways that you don't, you won't, you can't imagine. And it doesn't matter how, how long you've been in church. Like I said, man, I've been in church for a very long time, but just, you know, recent, you know, really had a relationship with God. And I think, uh, and you know what? It's a journey, you know, it is a journey, man. Like it's not, there's, there never comes a point where you're just like, I'm perfect. I'm good. But it's kind of like, it's an ongoing you know, oh, God wants you to do this and, you know, and that's, that's love. That's the love of God, you know, and that's what I, I try and uh, pursue is the love of God. Like, you know, love him as much as I can and, you know, and it's, it's ongoing, you know. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's, that's pretty much the, 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 the icing. Amen, Brother Vasily. Brother, thank you so much. Not a problem. Thanks thank for having for, me, man. <laughs> thank you for joining this podcast and thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for sharing your journey. Thank you for sharing... The storms of life that you had to endure, and especially bringing out depression. Mm. Thank you so much, brother, for you know what the Lord is doing in your life, and it's amazing to see how far you've come. And I'm uh, looking forward to see what the Lord has in store for you in the years to come, um, and in years until or until the day comes back. But in saying that, um, fellow listeners, uh, to those that have listened, I do hope that you've taken something out of it, that you've taken something out of Brother Facili's story. Of where he was as a boy that went and just went through the motions, but then he had that turning point. He had that God moment, and now he is today, you know, a manager, a manager of um, textile. What is it, bro? Textiles, yeah, fabric. Textile and uh, fabric, and you know, he's doing well. He's doing well here in uh, Seven Hills. 
Yeah, Seven Hills. Seven Hills, yeah, Seven Hills in Western Sydney, uh, doing his part, you know, and it's amazing how far God has brought him. But to those that are listening, I do that. You, I do hope that you enjoyed it, and I do hope that in some way, some manner, once again, that you've taken something out of it. So I'm your host, Brother Cruz, your host for the Everyday Apostolics podcast, where the individual shares their story for God's glory. Till next time, hope to have our next guest until we bring 2021 to a close. Till then, see ya, God bless, and may the Lord be with you. Take care.